Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman. I'm a senior account manager at Evenbound. Evenbound is a Diamond HubSpot Solutions partner, as well as a digital marketing agency located in Grand Haven, Michigan. In each episode of this podcast, we'll break down current and complex marketing questions into easily digestible five to 10 minute episodes. Let's jump into it. Today, um, I am joined by our director of content strategy, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today? Good. How are you, Colby? Thanks for having me. Good. I'm good. It's sunny here. Uh, We're filming a little bit ahead of schedule, but it's a beautiful day. It's almost 4th Mm -hmm. of July, so good vibes. (laughs) Good vibes all around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, the format of this podcast is we ask a singular marketing question, and we spend 5 to 10 minutes. We talk about it. We answer that question, and then we always want to leave you with an action item, something you can do. You can something tangible to take away from this episode that you've learned and can implement. So today's question is, what is a buyer persona? Um, and there's no one better to have here for this conversation than Mackenzie. She has created maybe hundreds of buyer personas over her career. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so we're going to jump in with that question. Uh, high level Mackenzie, could you explain to us what is a buyer persona? Yes, I love this question. And buyer personas are one of my favorite things to talk about. I feel like it's sort of the building block of the initial building block, maybe of the content marketing strategy. So a buyer persona is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal client. And basically what that means is it's a very educated guess about who you're trying to write to or create a video for or send a social media post to. Who is that person behind the screen that you're really writing for? So I've heard the term ideal customer profile. Is that the same, different, or are they used interchangeably? Yeah, that is a great question. And I think right now they're definitely used interchangeably. It pretty much means the same thing. There is some industry terminology around, uh, especially ABM, which is account-based mm-hmm. marketing, where your ideal customer profile might be more focused towards a type of company mm-hmm. rather than a person. So that's just something to keep in mind. Generally, as marketers, when we're talking about typical content marketing strategy, we're talking about one person, that like sort of audience mindset rather than the company. But that's definitely good to know who an ideal customer profile is too. Awesome. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me. That was a personal question. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So we understand what a buyer persona is. Uh, How do we go about creating buyer personas? I know there's quite a few steps involved. So can you walk us through that process? Yeah, definitely. So the first step, it's really easy to get carried away and think, oh, I know everything about this person. I'm just going to put it all on a page. And I'm so guilty of that. But in reality, the best place to start is with research. So we always want to have a little bit of data behind anything that we're doing. So if you have info, let's say you use a CRM and you have some information about who your customers are, what their job titles are, where they usually fall in terms of age, demographics, that sort of thing, that's a great place to start. If you don't have something like that, I would recommend a survey, just an easy, quick three question survey that says like, hey, what's your title? What industry do you see yourself in? How would you categorize yourself? And that gives you just enough info to get started so that you know that your buyer personas are actually accurate before you start writing. Yeah, I think a lot of times, like you said, people just assume they know who this is semi-fictional person is, but in reality, it is a semi-fictional 
like representation. It's not an actual person. You can't use your customer Joe Schmo as like the end all be all for your buyer persona. It has to be tailored and based in research, right? Yep, definitely true. And it's tricky because it's a fine balance of you want it to be accurate, but you don't want it to be so accurate. Like you're saying, Colby, of Joe Schmo here, who he's the only person that fits into this buyer mm-hmm. persona. If it gets too specific, then you're almost sort of limiting your scope that you're not actually speaking to a, a wide enough range of people. Yes, absolutely. So we've done our research. Uh, we have some idea to help build this buyer persona. What's the next step? Yeah, this is the fun part in my opinion, because it is one of the more challenging steps, but it's taking all of that research and breaking it down into a certain number of buyer personas. This can be hard because it's easy to think, let's say you're a type of company that works with a ton of different industries. Maybe you think you want a buyer persona for every industry, but that can be really hard to do, especially if there's new industries that you're breaking into and you might not know as much about that audience. It's actually better to try and take all of the information that you've gathered and see if you can break it up into just three broad personas. It doesn't have to be three, but that's a really good benchmark number where you're not super, like you're not getting too tailored where you're weeding people out but you're still accommodating for everyone. So three is a good number. Manageable is really what we're going for with personas. Gotcha. Yeah, I think like you said, it's easy to get carried away, but we gotta we gotta reel it in at some point. We can't write everything yes. for everyone. That's like the old saying, you cannot be everything to everyone. You have to be specific and be targeted to your ideal buyer. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't, like if it's, if you're saying like, oh, I wanna go by industry, that makes the most sense. Think about if you're having a hard time like figuring that out, take a step back and think about what that person's goals are. So usually across industry, if you're providing a product or a service, even if you're serving people in multiple industries, some of those people across industries have the same challenges or goals that they're coming to you with to solve. And that usually can help you kind of break those personas down into just fewer of them rather than going by like every industry. Yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice. So we've researched, we've segmented. What's next in the creating a buyer persona checklist? Yeah, this is the fun and creative part. This is where we actually get to create the buyer persona. And I love starting with a name. Gotta love some alliteration, that sort of thing, (laughs) like business owner Brian, something like that. We'll give them a name and then we'll really write them out. And writing out buyer personas can be pretty specific. I think the best thing to remember is that it has to be functional for you, right? You're writing this buyer persona so that you'll use it for your marketing strategy later on. So you want it to be manageable in the sense that it's not 15 pages that you have to read through every time you want to write a blog. A few paragraphs is a great way to go. Bullet points are always great. The big three to focus on are that person's roles. So what's their job title? What do they do? What are their goals? What Are they trying to achieve maybe from working with your company or just in general? And then what are their challenges? So what are their roadblocks? What are they running into that they need you to help them solve? That makes a lot of sense. And that is always the fun creative part where you get to make up some names and um, like you said, have, have a little fun with it. So we've researched, segmented, we've been creative, we outlined their story and who they are. What's next? Yeah, this is kind of, you've, you've sort of reached the end of your creating the buyer persona process. Now you really get to use them. There's a ton of uses for buyer personas. I always recommend starting your content marketing strategy 
with your buyer persona. So now that I know who this person is, now that I know what they want, how do I develop content, whether it's video, written, podcasts, that solves their problems, their challenges that we've identified. So that's definitely the big starting point. And then from there, you can build campaigns around those personas. So let's say you have like an email workflow that's specifically for that business owner, Brian, and you're going to send him an email every three days once he downloads a certain content offer. That's kind of the sky's the limit once you have built your buyer personas. So we're ready to use them. I think that was a great example. And just a little teaser, we do have lots of episodes with Mackenzie coming up. We're going to talk about way, way more when it comes to content strategy, but topic clusters and content calendars and all that good stuff. So just just a good little teaser there uh, for some fun upcoming episodes. So I like to leave every episode with a action item. So Mackenzie, what would you suggest to listeners who want to start creating buyer personas, they want to learn more about buyer personas, where would be a good step for them to go after this? Yeah, I would say if you feel confident and you're ready to go, go for it. Start with your research. But if you want to learn a little bit more, I know this is kind of a shorter podcast. It kind of gets you started. I would totally recommend Evenbound has a step-by-step guide to defining your buyer persona. Bit of a shameless plug. I did write it, (laughs) but I think it's pretty useful and it'll walk you right through it. Uh, it's super useful. I, I can speak to that. Uh, and nothing's shameless about plugging some, some great content. So, uh, <laughs> and just, that. yes, <laughs> just to go off of that, you, you did do the first step. You listened to this podcast, you are getting more information. Uh, you are trying to learn more and that's great. So cheers to everyone out there listening and just trying to learn more and be a better marketer. But that's it. We, we answered the question successfully. What is a buyer persona? I think we learned so much today. Mackenzie, I wanted to thank you for that. Thank you for being here. Uh, you'll catch her uh, throughout the month and in upcoming episodes where we talk all things content strategy. And we can't wait to have you back. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of Marketing in Minutes. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.